So I saw this commercial over the weekend that was absolutely unacceptable. It was despicable, so much so that it inspired a top five dead or alive. Now, Peloton, whose stock has been tanking, and they've had some cringeworthy commercials in the past. I remember a couple of Christmases ago, they had the commercial where the husband gives the wife a Peloton for, for Christmas. But it's not it's not in a hey we're going to hit this together hey we I want to I love you I want to I want to spend the next forty years with you and I want us to be healthy it was like nah you're getting kind of fat and I need you to get on this Peloton and lose some weight so I'll be attracted to you like it was a very bad vibe <laughs> in the commercial and the lady who was not overweight it was a very attractive woman was not overweight. While she's doing a selfie of herself doing her first ride, she looks scared as hell. She has this look on her face basically saying, if I don't lose 10 pounds, my husband is going to leave me for his hot secretary. And so she gets on the bike, kind of, there's a lot of trepidation for her being on this bike. And then she gets into the instruction and she's on there every day and she rocks it out and she's working up a sweat and she's in great shape. And then at the end of the commercial, the husband, he was like, man, maybe, maybe I could, she's got that fire back. Maybe I could get that fire back if I got on Peloton. So Peloton's had some, some bad advertising. They had, they, they killed, they killed the ball big on, on, on sex in the city. He was riding the Peloton, had a heart attack on the show and died. That that wasn't great promotion. I don't I don't know if if HBO or whoever produces Sex in the City, I don't know if they worked that out with Peloton, but that's not that's not good advertising. It's just like, hey, if you're 60 plus, you may not want to be on this bike because it could kill you. We're all gonna die one day. That's not an optimal way to die. So Chris Maloney. You know him as Elliot Stabler from Law & Order SVU. He did this commercial for Peloton, and he's completely stark butt naked in the commercial. And he's on the bike, and he's gyrating. He's doing all of these. And he's and, – and he's, Chris Maloney's got to be like 63, 64. I mean, he's an old guy. But he's in fantastic – he's in better shape than I am. Now, yours truly is down to 216 pounds. So I'm not really fat anymore. But I have a lot of toning up to do. I probably lost about 50 or 60 pounds. And so I need to be on my bike and get toned up, getting the muscle tone back. You know, I weighed about I weighed about 215 in college, but it was it was muscle. So so my body is completely different. And I'm back down to a 34 waist. But don't have the muscle tone that, that I used to have and, and have a lot of work to do on that. So I'm not disrespecting Elliot Stabler, Chris Maloney. I'm not disrespecting him because he's in much better shape than I am in. And he's in his 60s. He looks great for a 60-year-old. But the last thing I want to see is some guy with his crank being blurred out like a Japanese pornography film. And he's just flapping around doing burpees and doing sit-ups and riding the bike. I don't want to see that. I don't I don't ever want to start my day. I don't think that anyone wants to start their day with an ad of a 60-year-old guy. I don't care how good of a I don't care if it's Chuck Norris at 60. Nobody wants to see somebody's junk 
blurred out in a commercial. So I'm just like Peloton, whoever runs Peloton and whoever does their advertising has to be fired basically immediately because they've had some real stinkers when it comes to advertising. So they inspired a top five dead or alive on, on bad commercials. So, so I want, there, there been some really bad commercials that, that have been out into the atmosphere, the blogosphere. We watched the Super Bowl. Now with the advent of Instagram and Hulu and Facebook, uh, excuse me, YouTube TV, there are even more, there's an even more plethora, more of a plethora of bad commercials that you see day to day. And and I'm going to do a top five that are alive. These are the worst commercials that I've ever seen as of, this is Lanch Day's take. So cue to music. Number five is a tie for all of these ambulance chasers. Now, there's an ambulance chaser in your city. It's always a guy, if you, I talk about Better Call Saul on the show a lot. It's the Better Call Saul type of guy. It's the bus bench lawyer. It's it's the guy. They're, they're suing people for everything now. They're, they have this lawsuit out. If your kid was fed Similac as a baby and ended up having necrotizing, a, necro, a necrotic colon, you can sue. Well, it's not Similac's fault that your baby, most of these babies were born premature. I mean, it's not, it's not a, it's not a disrespect or I'm not making light of the fact, but if you had a baby that was born at four months, it's not Similac's fault that there, there was some type of necrotic tissue in the colon, but these ambulance chasers, they're just looking to score. They're just looking to scam. They, they'll sue you for everything. I used to see that when I was in the healthcare side, people would sue. We would, we would have somebody that would come in and they would go in for a biopsy and they would bleed out or they'd have some type of adverse effect while they were under and unfortunately they would pass away and when the doctors screw up i was in a position hey we we definitely are held liable and responsible but if you come in and you have a 95 percent blockage in all four of your arteries and you code on the on the table that's not our fault number four we're all we all have nightmares about this 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Now, I used to play the Cars for Kids commercial early in my career. And, and I know that Cars for Kids probably airs on some of the stations that I'm on. But I don't, I don't care. That, that arrangement of Cars for Kids is, is straight from the devil himself. I mean, that's you have these kids. The first time they did it, it was kind of cute. But they've gone completely teeny bop with it. Like, they've gone full Nickelodeon on it with these kids. And this, and this Cars for Kids is ubiquitous. You can't get away from it. And it's just a very, very annoying commercial and, and the jingle and, and repetitive. Number three, this is an old school one. I'm kind of dating myself in age. The clapper. The clapper for you young people out there, back in the day before everything was automated, we didn't have where you could turn your TV on from your cell phone and, and everything was was from your cell phone they, there was this thing that elderly people used to buy it was called a clapper and basically if you were old and you were you were too old to get up and turn your lights off you would just you would just clap and it had some sound wave technology which was state-of-the-art back in the 80s and you could clap your lights on and off it was a huge thing especially for elderly people that that lacked mobility that maybe couldn't get up and go on the other side of the room and turn on or turn something off and it'd be like clap on clap 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 off clap 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 on clap off the clapper and that 
those commercials were really annoying. I remember that in the Chia Pet, but but particularly the Clapper was just an annoying series of commercials and almost laughable now where we are with the technology. It was just laughable that elderly people were paying like 79 bucks in the 80s to not to just not get up out of their chair and turn their lights off before they go to sleep. Number two, as a healthcare guy, this is personal. Okay, bleep you, Joe Namath and JJ from Good Times. You guys should be ashamed of yourself doing these Medicare commercials, scamming elderly people, looking like snake oil salesmen. I mean, JJ is still dressed like it's Good Times in the 70s. Like, I'm waiting for a Walona to come in there and snap her and snap her fingers and neck and do a neck roll. Like it's it's embarrassing. It's stereotypical. You got Joe Namath still coming off as Broadway Joe, still coming off as the Playboy, the ladies man, all of that stuff. It's disgusting. Even my grandmother who's 95, never really watch a lot of TV, not really into stuff like that. We were watching that one day and she looked up at me and she said, Jay, these people are trying to take advantage of elderly people. I said, you you are right, grandma. It's 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 a it's shameful. And I know, I know that you get older, the money's not coming in, but JJ, JJ from Good Times gotta still be getting some revenue. They play Good Times on TV One every day for like two hours before Sanford and Son. He's, he's gotta still be getting a check. Is this like when Jerry Rice did the taste mask for Popeyes where he strapped a drumstick where the, where, the, where the face mask or the helmet should be? All money's not good money. And then the final one, these are the most disgusting commercials that I've ever seen, they, they're almost nausea-inducing, and that's Carlos Jr. Now, if you if you never had Carlos Jr., Carlos Jr. is a burger chain. Carlos Jr., Hardee's, they're kind of all the same thing. Carlos Jr. is what Hardee's is called on the West Coast. Just like on the West Coast, rallies is called checkers. And Carlos Jr. does these commercials, and they have this deep voice guy, and he's explaining the succulent, the succulent onion and lettuce and tomatoes on the burger. It's a triple cheeseburger, and you can, and you have A1 on it. It's just dripping out the side. It really looks like a literal scat film, and it's disgusting, and it's creepy. And then the burgers are are like are like fifteen hundred calories pop. You eat a couple of those, you're either going to the ER or you're setting yourself up to have quadruple bypass surgery. We'll be back with more of the Lance J Show. John and April Nixon coming in next. Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. you're a business owner in the DMV and looking to expand your consumer base, Ward 8 is now accepting applications for an amazing retail project. Incubate the 8 will feature 10,000 square feet of retail space adjacent to the Congress Heights Metro Station and located next to several key entertainment venues in Washington, D.C. To apply, go to www.stelizabetheast.com and peruse the many development initiatives taking place in the Congress Heights neighborhood. James Lewis. I seen iced tea and cocoa, man. I love iced tea. I've been looking at iced tea since six in the morning. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm a big fan of Ice-T. I seen him in the airport with his girl. He's like, Mike, we need to do a movie together. I said, all right. But in my mind, I said, man, they only give you two lines on Law & Order. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. He leaned over a dead body the other night and said, yep, that's him. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-520-0735. 800-520-0735. That's 800-520-0735. James Lewis. And what the pistol packing people say you better obey. Just in the nick of time, I commit the perfect crime. Rip my heart out my chest and put it right into a rhyme. I don't feel pain because that's all in the mind. And what's mine is mine's and yours is mine. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I'm a bald head with a knife. I want your money or your life. So, 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 so. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.